And we're here, another episode of With Lime, of course, the podcast that looks at all things COVID-19 and a bit of a late uh, adjustment here. We had a technical issue with our cross to Austria, so we're going to try to re-pick that up tomorrow. But in the meantime, last minute, Ryan MS stepping in to the breach. <laughs> hey, Thanks, mate, Ryan. Uh, I thought we'd, we'd speak to you at some point later this week or next week, but we'll get you in a bit quicker than originally planned. <laughs> And um, get out. We'd like to get a show out every day um, during the week, anyway. So we're, we're going to get something out to you. And I thought most interestingly, um, from the last 24 hours, Ryan, is this outbreak at the Bronx Zoo, where we're now seeing that tigers um, and lions have tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah, well, that's uh, not. Well, I mean, to say it's not good is a bit of an understatement. Um, but look, with the fact that there's so many infections now, New York's quite, you know, epicenter at the moment. Um, it's not, I guess it's not unexpected because there's several cats and dogs that have tested to it. Yeah. I'm following close in contact with infected humans. Uh, so yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a worry. Like obviously the virus is born, born in animals and then passed to humans, but, and for a long time it's just been human to human. Mm. But, um, yeah. Are you is, worried as a dog and cat owner? Is that just, just add a layer of worry to, to all of this that's going on? Uh, a little bit, but, I mean, look, I don't, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know a hell of a lot on the effects on animals. I'm assuming it's much the same. Um, but, yeah, being that, yeah, we have the two dogs and a cat mm. is a little bit of a worry, I mean, but... Yeah, uh, it's it's not not at the forefront as opposed to like you know if you isolate like everything else if you isolate and um, social distance I think um, the chances are, are low. Yeah, I, I mean it, it probably is the fact that you know Bronx Zoo tigers you know, there'll be a bit of hysteria potentially over this. Um, it is another layer, but you know uh, as you said the US are in in you know a lot of a lot more issues than we are here in Australia we crossed to to Ben Tompkins last week you know in Aspen Colorado we heard what was going on the you know the amounts I guess as far as confirmed new cases are starting to stabilize over there but it's it's the deaths that's really still looking at it's on the up and up yeah that's right they're nearly nearly at 10,000 um, and actually, probably by the time this is mm. available, it will be at ten thousand. I think so. Australia, on the other hand, I know we had Oscar Vieira on yesterday, are coping reasonably well at this stage, um, and we're hearing some reports saying that you know if we stay this course for a few more months, which may not be that easy, but potentially we can be near zero uh, new cases by by July. That's sort of the, the latest outlook, I guess. Yeah, well, that would be like an outstanding result, to be honest, um, especially, uh, I guess, Western world. Uh, Australia is a, a little bit different at the moment. Um, they've managed to, you know, to really curb it. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously, whether that continues is really up to the population 
and doing the right thing, um, that'll help. Uh, so, so far, 40 deaths for Australia, which is, I mean, that's 40 people too many, but uh, in comparison with a lot of other areas, it's keeping it, keeping it quite low. You've started your work from home as of this week. How are you uh, finding the changes? Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, it's like it's not so much different as you do your work and you work as you work. Uh, it's just a little bit different because you just go, oh, well, I'm getting a bit distracted because the cat's meowing at me to feed it or, you know, uh, you're trying to read a report and some bloke's uh, decided to do his mowing outside your window or whatever um, the case may be. But, uh, you know, <laughs> apart, apart from those little things, it, it's not too bad. And, I, yeah, I struggle to see how any how any employer can stop someone working from home when it's not, a, you know, not an urgent face-to-face kind of uh, job. Yeah, and, and that's where we need to go to. You know, we, we do need to go to as many people as possible working from home and as we've talked about last week you know this may continue when this when sort of coronavirus is is not not completely solved but you know um, people have recovered from being as serious as it is right now yeah no absolutely i i think that is uh going to be a a big thing for a lot of for a lot of places a lot of offices is going to be well perhaps you know it's a larger you know thousand plus it might be uh, certain teams go off mm. on certain weeks, and then yeah, and then take a turnabout and things like that, which I think is probably a good idea. And also, in end of the day, we'll probably cut down on um, cut down on rental space needed. That's right. Um, I've, I've, we've got a question um, from Sean. Does the cruise ship industry have a future? And I guess I wanted to bring in the whole thing with. Um, yeah, we're getting news. I think from Nine News um, tonight, um, they've had a, a interview with a high car driver who picked up a passenger from the Ruby Princess and um, ended up contracting COVID nineteen. Um, wow. Eleven passengers so far have have died um, from that cruise ship. It seems like it's it's caused in New South Wales any you know anyway. A number, or it's almost doubled the the cases, you know, with links yeah. to it. Yeah, it absolutely has. Look, um, apparently it has forty, uh, sorry, over one thousand crew alone, um, and one fifth wow. of those are exhibiting coronavirus symptoms. That's not to say that um, they have it, but they are exhibiting symptoms. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, eleven deaths from the from that particular ship, and um, actually more than six hundred cases of COVID nineteen. Have been linked back to it, so that's that's just crazy. Uh, yeah. So the police are, have announced a criminal investigation into the handling of the ship's passengers. And I, yeah, just going back to your story about the taxi driver um, taking someone from there and then contracting it. I think you might hear a few more stories about that. Uh, you know, a few more stories like that um, involving, yeah, who knows how far. And why they've they've spread, and some other boats I think are essentially now being turned away. So after this sort of Australia going the other way uh, in regards to the boats, so I guess the question of the cruise ship industry. I mean, this could cop a hit for a while. I'm yeah, alternatives. <laughs> um, maybe the Dreamworld disaster. 
Um, I, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I can't see people rushing back to them, but um, yeah, it's a big industry and there's a lot of money and people, well, people love them obviously because mm. I mean everyone went out on them even when the virus was still about and there was still a chance so no one seemed to pay much attention not a lot of cancellations <laughs> not oh. at all not at all so yeah so the ruby princess has actually docked in port kembla yeah yeah so this will be something we're going to keep following as well look get your questions in um at listen to paulie g p-a-u-l-i-e-g and we can read them out on the show. I think we can do a bit more um, reading out of these um, questions as, as we sort of go along. And, and the, the talk about this work from home and trying to manage, you know, children um, homeschooling, I think these are sort of some interesting topics. But if you have um, a question or, or even um, an idea for the show, send it through to us and we can um, chat about it because it's good to get a different sort of ideas out there related. I know that um, my child's now going through um, an extended school holiday break, so things have sort of been uh, another sort of um, uprooting, I guess, a change of, of the original plan. Um, and suddenly we've got three weeks school holidays instead of two. We just sort of worked our way through the um, working, well, schooling from home over the past sort of week or so, and now this sort of was a new, is another new spanner yeah. in the works. Even harder again now to sort of work from home when you've got to look after a child that no longer has their own schedule either. Um, so that's something interesting. And look, we're looking for, for guests to come on to the show. If you or someone you know, um, you know, has an interesting story to tell around COVID. 19 and the coronavirus, maybe it's travelling. I know we'll be um, uh, we're saying about talking with, with Alice Schwartzfields. Um, we're still planning to do that on tomorrow's show. She um, came back from Guatemala to Austria and it uh, took an inordinate amount of time and it's quite an interesting tale. So some good stories to be told and um, I think, you know, in this time, Ryan, like We've, we'll be relying on the internet and social media, etc., and good positive stories. Yeah, well, that's right. Fear mongering. Just yeah, I, this isn't a fear mongering one. This is just a people are bizarre at the best of times. Mm. <laughs> a story from the UK. Um, they're probing a series of fires involving mobile phone towers. Uh, mid concerns that the sites were could have been targeted because of conspiracy thinkings theories linking COVID-19 and the 5G network. Yeah, this is, <laughs> three three this mobile phone towers were uh, lit at Birmingham, Liverpool and um, Melling and Merseyside, um, according to the BBC reports. Um, it's... One person's sort of little joke can quickly spiral out of, out of control and another person might take it very, very seriously. And this is why yeah. we have to really be careful what we're sharing on social media and vetting everything. I'm seeing reports that people are sending on social media and the articles are over 10 years old and they're somehow yeah. linking it to what's happening now. So let's all yeah. take a breath. Let's let's vet it ourselves. Let's use some critical thinking of our own when we read articles and be really clever before we just hit like and share. Yep. 
that looked at. I can't, I can't agree more because that's just that's just absolutely out of this. Yeah, we don't need of, violence. We don't need people hating on one another. It's particularly right now. We need to work together as a community. We need to come together, and we need to beat this thing together, not um, fighting one another. Uh, yeah, like burning down stuff is not going to no. <laughs> not going to make anything better. Um, Ryan, where can uh, people find you in regards to Haddonfield Horror, the website that you run? Uh, HaddonfieldHorror.com. Or we have Twitter at Haddonfield H-O-R. Um, and we're also on Instagram at Haddonfield.Horror. Um, and you can basically get your news, reviews, and a couple of interviews. Good time of everyone's life, I think, to be watching some horror films and a bit of escapism, etc., etc., and Find, the, find out what the best ones are, best reviews at Haddonfield Horror. Ryan, thank you very much for stepping in last minute. We will be talking to you again either later this week or early next. And in the meantime, take care and stay safe. And um, we will talk to you very soon. No worries, you too, mate. Don't touch anyone. <laughs> Keep the 1.5. Of course, I'm your host, Paulie G. You can find me on Twitter at listen to Paulie G. I'm on Instagram as well. And um, we'll talk to you again tomorrow with Alice Swartz Filtz from Austria. Bye for now. <laughs>